It is a Tuesday edition, the Jack Michael Show. Derek Hansen, Brad Anderson from our studios in South Fargo, reaching the region on the fifth largest daytime signal in the country. We're coming to you live and direct from our Gunderson Jewelers studio. OMG, oh my Gundersons, make it easy to say I do. With a custom design wedding ring, Gunderson's Uptown at Maine, West Fargo, or Gunderson's.com. And good to have you on board on a Tuesday. It feels like maybe a Sunday, post-Monday. Christmas feels like a Wednesday. Tomorrow could be Friday. We don't even know yet anymore. We're just in that, we're in that, 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 that between area, between, the, of course, all the festive Christmas holidays and the traveling and hopefully everybody's safe, and then New Year's Eve, and then 20, then all your checks. When's the last time you guys... Wrote a check, by the way. Do you do you still write checks, Derek? Do you still uh, for certain things? I do. Yes, couple things, right? Yep. Yeah, I have a few things I still do. Couple things. Twenty twenty three. That's what you're gonna have to get used to. Twenty twenty three. We are winding down. I might t- take some getting used to too. Yeah. Two 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 o two three. But yeah. <laughs> when, when did like twenty twenty seem like yeah, like that year is gonna get here? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you're like in the 80s thinking, yeah. I don't even know what is 2020 a number? Is that really a year? Yeah, we, if you'd have told me like, in, let's say when the Twins won their first World Series, if you'd yeah. have told me that, like in '87, we didn't have flying cars yet in 2020, I would have been <laughs> right. shocked. <laughs> right, in right. 1987, you weren't even thinking about 2020. No. I wasn't was thinking gonna... about you know having a computer in my hand at all times, and if I couldn't think of a <laughs> title of a movie or song, right. I could just hit Google, cool. look it up. Boy, yeah. did that really. That encyclopedia I had to look through. Our our family used to have an, you know, I'm sure everybody's family had, had the, the world book encyclopedia. The world book encyclopedia. Sure. I, I maybe only went into a couple of them barely once or twice, but that was it. And how do we ever get a book report done? How did we ever find a place to go? Did you guys have an atlas like under your back seat? You know, you always had See, something. I still in like your to car. look at maps. You know, my insurance guy still has these big road atlas. I, I Love think, maps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, that, it does that, something about it that the computer doesn't. That thing do. in your hand took that out too, didn't it? Well, yeah, because you just enter the address, you know, and it tells you where to go while you're driving instead of, you know, looking down. One year for Christmas, like, that was maybe 10, 12 years ago, I got a TomTom. Uh, Remember those things? Uh, TomTom. A TomTom was basically like a GPS. Oh, yeah. So you would just punch in your, you plugged it into your cigarette lighter in your car. Sure. And it was just, because I used it a couple times because I was trying to get somewhere in the Twin Cities, and I I would type it up, and it would... Basically, tell you where to go. It, it's fantastic. I uh, Paul Edmonds joining us today from Winnipeg Jets and Wild tonight. Paul's the uh, play-by-play for the Winnipeg Jets. And we're post-boxing day. Uh, before we get to today, here's the other thing. I, I think there's a Twitter um, handle called like 70s something, 70s. Super 70 Sports. Super 70 I Sports. I love Super 70 oh, Isn't that a fantastic? And I, think, and I think it was this I got. The other day I was just scrolling through Twitter. And it had like one, two, three, like five of those handheld games, and I immediate it immediately thrust me back into my youth. Sure, and it was a calico or one of them was the the football, one of them was the baseball handheld. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's like the best. I literally wanted to go out and 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 yeah, I'm the sure football those one available. I had fun with the flashing guy had the football and the catch, and then you had the run pass toggle. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. It was oh. hard to pass in that game. Very tough because that one digital screen will pop in there and uh-huh. pick it off, and then, oh yeah, those were the, those are still available. Um, I think yeah, someone decided to get smart and bring them back just for. I mean, I imagine if you genius. went, if you went eBay or something like that, you could probably find one. I mean, that's something you could still have to this day that would actually pass the time. Yeah, because it, it's similar to that. But yeah, I was. So what's it called, Brad? Super seventy. Super seventy sports. That's fantastic. The, um, 
the guy that uh, I think he was, I think he's like, I don't know if he still is, but he was like a junior college professor and he started posting stuff. And it just and it started it, to take it, yeah it just it's took and I've heard an interview and his name is Ricky Cobb I believe and nice Ricky Cobb really, Ricky Cobb he is really yeah I guess I'm just looking was at that it right Randall's now. younger brother or older no, brother but he you know some of the stuff he gets <laughs> some of the stuff he gets a little profane with so I think he kind of oh yeah there are some people that get kind of turned oh, off by it you know what that's right yeah there was there's, some... a, there's a few f bombs and things and so if you're yeah. not into that and he's kind of gotten yeah. not you know do you really have to put some of that in there and he's just like this is my site. I don't know if he. I'll have it. I'll have it as I want it. Thank you. I don't know if this was a super seventies, but someone showed an aerial view of Julius Irving mm-hmm. that I came through, and and Irving literally half of his body with a ball, as you know, in one hand, yeah. was was under the basket and the ball over the out of bounds line, but in the air, and then the hoop just looks way over here, and then the calf just said, "By the way, he made this shot." Right. And it was that scoop, twist, spin, reverse layup yeah, that playing Irving the, playing the Lakers, right? Yep. <laughs> Phenomenal on that. Then he had the scoop dunk. Three five two seven zero is the text. My answer is Gerald Wilkins. Haven't given the question yet, but just know that my answer is Gerald Wilkins. Uh, by the way, the NFL playoff picture. Uh, here's what you need to know. Still alive in the AFC. Here's, here's the teams: New England. That's it. Buffalo 1, KC 2, Cincy 3, Jacksonville 4, wildcard teams. Baltimore's in. Chargers got in. First time since 18 with their win over the Colts last night. Miami sits at 7. New England's still alive. And your AFC is pretty much almost sewn up like that. NFC, a little bit different story. Obviously, a large game coming up for the Packers and the Vikings on Sunday. Uh, Detroit's still alive. Seattle's still alive. You know, Carolina sitting at six and nine. Believe it or not, they've got opportunities. Tampa Bay leads the South at seven and eight. Uh, they're sitting in that that spot as a divisional leader. Uh, New Orleans still alive, but obviously the NFC South has uh, could see some movement in that. So the NFC playoff picture a little different than the AFC. If the season ended today, as we talked about yesterday, the Vikings would play Washington. Washington, they've got Cleveland. I think they've got still a date with perhaps Dallas. I'd imagine. Uh, left, and uh, whether it's going to be Carson Wentz or Mr. Hennigy. Here's my question why I said Gerald Wilkins. Brad and Derek, let your brain flow freely. Brought it up early this morning uh, on our on our, our uh, brother station, KFGO, and uh, and I'm, I'm taking it to this. And it's only this. Celebrating a birthday today is Lee Salk. S-A-L-K. Lee passed away in 1992. He'd be 96 today. Lee Salk. And Lee was a child psychologist and is credited with discovering the calming effect that sound of a heartbeat has on infants. In fact, would give lectures on how to rear children, how to raise children and calm. And just, so he's just, he's one of these, I mean, talk about a, a contribution to, to the world and to society, how to rear children and, and, and calming effect babies and heartbeats. Lee Salk. His brother you might be familiar with. Jonas? <laughs> Jonas Salk. <laughs> So my shtip, I was picking up the other day, I said, how do you imagine that Christmas table? <laughs> Lee, what you're doing to help the children and show parents how to raise children and the calming effect of it. And then Jonah's going, uh, uh, <clears throat> polio, anybody? Polio? <laughs> yeah. Here, right, polio? Right here. Right here, Jonah's song. <laughs> so my, my question was on siblings, where one sibling is accomplished, but the other sibling just a little bit more 
accomplished. Thus, I'll go back to my my first answer. Gerald Wilkins. Gerald Wilkins. Yes. Right? Dominique. Dominique's brother. How do you live outside? So I that's just in the sports world, that's my question well, for our text club at 35270. Can you come up with other siblings well, in the I'll sports world or in the world generally, celebrity or what have you? Where one is somewhat accomplished, the other is greater. What do you guys think? What's coming to your mind? Well, Billy Ripken. Yeah. Oh my! It's a fantastic. That never came up. That's yep. a fantastic Bill response. Well, I would say. Wow, that might be. You spent a summer with one of them, and because I think, and you who raised twins, it would almost be worse if you were a well, twin. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be brutal. So, so, the young man who Daryl Motley said shouldn't even be on this bleeping team, Ozzy. Oh my goodness, Greg. Derek maybe just beat Billy Ripken. That's legit, Derek. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Because I think even uh, being a twin would be I harder. I did spend the summer with Ozzy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's the really big winning tone so, right so, there. So, I mean, because Jose was Jose, and he you know, we, he was probably on PD, PEDs and all that, too. Oh, sure. We get it. But it'd be worse when you're a twin because everywhere you go, people are thinking you're Jose. So they want right. you that, to sign the doubly audit. worse. So it would be worse for that more yeah. than anything. And knowing Ozzy, he didn't seem like it. Obviously, it'd come Ozzy's way so many times. And you spent time with Ozzy a little bit, didn't you? Too. I mean, I know. That- I didn't really come back because I was. Uh, oh, that's right. Sans yeah. radio f- up, up until August of late '98. So I came back that's right in right. time for. That's right. We, we came we, right back in time for the Red Hawks championship yeah. and the 15 and one season that ended in heartbreak. The, the trade. Yeah. The- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But this station Derek exploded. does release some things. But Other things he holds on to a little bit, you, like yeah. he has to. He has to. He has to get to. Uh, here's one coming in. Oh yeah, this would be bad. So Dom and Vic. Oh, the Dimaggios. Pretty good, Joe. Little, <laughs> little bit again, uh, again, higher, higher regard. Again, yes. Lee Salk, kitchen table. Lee, you're just yeah. so good with those children. Jonas, I cured polio. I will give you Eddie. <laughs> I'll give you Eddie Payton. Yeah, I was going to say that oh, too. Oh, that's another fan. Former Viking. Yeah, we got the. We got the like the Danny DeVito, the twins on that show. <laughs> get the Eddie, one of the all-time greatest re- players in the history of the I league. I think Eddie could return kicks, and that's about where it's uh, that's about you know, where his talent level. It's reached. odd. I brought this up on Gabe yesterday, our brother station, and you guys are just nailing this with the tech club and what you guys get. We've just I didn't realize. Oh, I don't know if it counts because both were accomplished, but I think this counts. This would work. Serena was pretty good. Yeah. Venus, is there enough of a stretch there, or are yeah. those are those Venus too close? was good, but Serena was epic. Yeah, I mean they That's were both point. they were both pretty good though. Or yeah, yeah Venus was good. Serena was uh, was on a, uh, on a different level. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, my Lee Salk versus Jonas Salk question of the day. Texter says Tommy Aaron. Hank's brother. Oh, that's another good oh, I, one. I didn't even realize this person existed. Yeah, yeah. 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 Tommy Aaron. Yeah, that's oh. a great call. That's at a really five two seven zero. Uh, Peyton and Eli Manning with their brother Cooper. Cooper. Well, you feel bad for Cooper because he got his what his knee got mangled at Ole Miss, yeah. right? Yeah. Otherwise, he would have probably been. Yeah. You know, people thought he could be another Steve Largent the way he was going at Ole Miss because he would he would catch passes from Peyton. He was the one non quarterback. He was a yeah. heck of a wide receiver. So you feel bad for him in that aspect, but. You know, if young Arch is going to be okay, uh, well, it's okay. How about the Molina, the catching Molinas? The Benji and Yadier. Yadier's got to be ahead of Benji and Izzy. But but both of you're right. You're right. But I wonder how much that stretch is. I mean, who are we? We're we're just judging on these. But that's not a bad call. But I don't want this question to lend just to name siblings that both were good. There's got to be a little, again, Lee Salk taught you how to raise your children in in calming effects. Jonas Kierpoel. 
polio, polio vaccine. Pretty big separate, kind of a separation. Well, and I think Brad can relate to this too. You know, being from a wrestling town, it was always tough to see those brothers. You know, that, and the youngest one might have been the best because he got the crap beat out of him all those years, right? Yep. And but, and they all would cheer for each other. But you know, if one was a lot better than the other, you know, how many championships do you have compared to? I mean, that was always it was an inter- interesting thing to watch when you were kind of watching from afar. Let, yeah, let those uh, let that sink in. Uh, we'll award thirteen points for every correct, every yeah, accepted. Uh, I like it. Every accepted answer. But I'm I'm to- I'm really torn between your first two, yeah. the Billy Cal Ripken and the Aussie Jose Canseco's really good to start that off. Blaine Gretzky was never as good. As, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. There's no there's no Blaine Gretzky. Blaine Gretzky didn't know how to skate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. It's like yeah. Ben Einstein never went to school. Yeah. Albert, meanwhile, had a lot of theories. <laughs> right. The, uh, <laughs> some of them proven. Have you ever seen that where the younger sibling, male or female, just, you know, mm. the older one was so good that they just didn't even want to go out. Because right. Right. There's, and they were always compared to it. And, if, that, and if, that was tough for them. I, I, I saw that a few times. If you know? we expanded that question beyond the borders of sports and included actors, would, would that expand it anymore? Uh, politicians. Um, I don't know how far apart uh, Harry and, and Philip are, but of the royal family. Oh, sure. There's, there's, there's their yeah. names. I don't think there's that wouldn't count. I how mean, about, it would count, but it how about be. the sibling that is just not as good looking as the other sibling? That would be like tough. Someone that, that is overshadowed by. Right. Like the. Yeah. Almost like in the movie The Bodyguard, where Whitney Houston's character and the sister was right. very uh, yeah, right. envious of, Correct. of uh, yes. Spoiler alert. Uh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> sorry. I mean, the movie's in only been out for seen it 30 years ago. It's been, been out in 1990, <laughs> for goodness sake. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so there's your question. Uh, all honoring Lee Salk today, yeah. the, the brother of Jonas that, uh, that did his. Uh, so anyway, the NFL is is wrapped up. We do have the Wild and the and the uh, the Jets tonight, which has got to be considered a uh, a rivalry. Correct. This is a- it's getting there. I mean, I think for many years that you know because they were it's a weird thing because they were not in the Norris together, weren't they? Because it was just a Chicago, Minnesota. No, the uh, the Jets were in the with Calgary. Yeah, and- Cal- that, they couldn't they couldn't beat Edmonton. Yeah, in the in the glory days, they were in the Smythe Smythe division. So, but, but they had some good games, good rivalry there, mm-hmm. but just for region, but regional stuff, but no, that's, uh, it's kind of interesting. I think because of, there's so many Jets fans that go down to the Twin Cities to see the game at at Excel Energy Center that can be, but no, it's a, it's a fun one. That's for sure. It, it has the, it has a potential to be, if that makes any sense. I mean, it could be a huge one if they're both competitive. Can... Brett, these are still coming in, and George. Ooh, that's Brett. a good one. Oh, Ken and George Brett. That's yes. a good call. Yeah. That's a very good one. Here's another one coming in. There was Keith Gretzky. There was a Keith, huh? Drafted by Buffalo. Oh, there's some good ones. Oh. You got some coming in our text on our emails. And- of course, we had Jimmy Carter, who was the president of well, our Billy. Yeah. That would be the ultimate. <laughs> and then there was and, might, and then there was Billy, who got his who got his name yeah. on a can of beer. That might be the good separation <laughs> there. And the Bush family, I'm sure they. I mean, there's probably some Jeb. Jeb's probably not looked at as, as high no, but, regard. No, as, the right? weird part about it though is that George was kind of the doofus. 
and then yeah, he was the one who became president. Right, and Jeb right. beat, was the, the, the he was. They thought he was Floridian. the guy. Yeah. Right. They thought Jeb was going to be Jeb the guy. Jeb was kind of the straight man, right? Yeah, and and uh, it's an odd juxtaposition of those. Yeah, two. If you ever watched the movie W, it's it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. whoever whoever just sent the Billy and that's Jimmy, in, that's pretty good. Billy that's that's my grandpa good. had a, had like four Billy cans beer? of Billy beer. What did it? Was it a? Was it a? Was it a, a hopsy type? Beverage I or? was a kid, so I didn't uh, oh, get a chance to you, crack he one He wasn't open. letting you. Sh- I think it was just there for, uh, it was there on display. I don't think he ever actually ever consumed any. Oh, we'll take it. <laughs> Paul Edmund. I'm sure Paul will have an answer for this. <laughs> Voice of the Jets. <laughs> there's got to be some hockey brothers oh, or something. There's got to be hockey like ones outside of the Gretzky, which obviously if, if there is a Keith Brett Gretzky, which I I, I trust the, the texture coming in. But, uh, yeah, Jets and Wild will continue this. Remember, 13 points for each accepted answer into the studio today. More next on the Jack Michael Show at 740 The Fan. I know the man to talk to to see if this is, uh, we use the word rivalry, uh, sometimes a little more loosely than than maybe it needs to be. So I know the man that that coming on can maybe uh, touch on that. But Winnipeg Jets in the wild tonight. Here on 740 The Fan or on CJOB. You can hear Paul Edmonds, longtime friend. I think I, I think known Paul for, I don't know, Paul, I don't want to age us both, but uh, but easily 20, 30 years and, and uh, Derek and, and Brad in the studio. Paul Edmonds from Winnipeg and the Jets hockey against the Wild tonight. How you doing, my man? I'm really good, Jack. Thanks for having me on. I think I met you in the spring of 1996. Six. So if you do the math on that, hey. then it's probably 25, Oof. 29, yeah. somewhere around there. You've yeah. uh, you've caught more catfish than I over the years. <laughs> <laughs> you've swung more cats than I. <laughs> Paul, if you don't know, long it was a longtime voice of the Winnipeg uh, Gold Eyes, and and now at the Jets, and and uh, just a household name there, and in uh, Manitoba and across the provinces, and it's always good family guy, great outdoors guy, and and uh, you'll be reunited with another part of the old Rat Pack, I'm sure. Anthony the Pant, I'd imagine, would be in Winnipeg tonight too. Yeah, he's here, and uh, he was bugging me about the exchange rate and the fact that we don't have any shovels up here, and that it's. <laughs> pristine and no snow in the cities and yeah it's just the usual banter between anthony and i and and, you know in all honesty i mean it goes back a long time kind of like you and i and so those relationships um are forever lasting and uh, you go back and you kibitz a little bit bug each other but it's it's just through great friendship that uh, that you could do that and and have a little bit of fun at this time of year too you got that right brother derek and brad and i yesterday were talking uh, you know boxing day for those that aren't familiar but that that's obviously a huge deal for for uh, canadians uh, paul right do you, did you celebrate or what how was that that was uh, yesterday correct yeah, well, Boxing Day comes from an old English tradition when you would take the gifts back that, you know, didn't fit or didn't work, and you take it in a box and return the box, right? That's where it came from. So it just spilled over into Canadian uh, customs, and uh, what we have is a day where it's another extra day off around the Christmas uh, holidays. So Boxing Day is usually a day off, and if you don't have it off or it falls on a weekend, you get a day in lieu. Um, so we had that yesterday. I always find it probably to be way more relaxing than Christmas Day because it's the day after Christmas. You're not greeting any more family. You're done with those obligations on New Year or Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So Boxing Day is just a day kind of for you to put your feet up. And as I did yesterday, I ended up watching a little bit of the World Junior Hockey Championship. It's kind of as a tradition in this country anyway. 
Um, Canada didn't do so well. The Americans did, but it's early in the tournament. We'll see what happens. Yeah, pool play going on. That's right, Canada. When Canada loses in hockey, by the way, and Brad, you could, we talk often, Brad's our resident. He calls hockey. Derek, you're very versed in hockey. But when Canada loses, loses in hockey in like these where a country's involved, whether it be World Juniors or Olympics on that, it always makes, like, headline news, Paul, for some reason, right? And we know the reason, because we just equate Canada, hockey, how could they lose? They're from Canada. It, it's a national crisis here. Like, we want to have an investigation. We want to get some boards together. We want to get we want a congressional hearing here. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> how could we have lost the checks, you know? Right. Five to two, are you kidding me? What? Um, oh. You know, I mean... Listen, this is the kind of thing, and, and I think we can maybe make an application to what's going on here tonight as well. When you have a bit of a target on your back, as Canada has had for a number of decades in, in the U-20 World Junior Tournament, everybody's gunning for you. You're going to get their best. And if you're not up to snuff, then you're going to have what we had yesterday in that kind of scenario. So the same thing for the Winnipeg Jets. I mean, the Wild come in. They're 6-1 and one in their last seven. The Jets have kind of faltered a little bit. And they kind of the schedule was not very kind to them. They ended up having two games in Vancouver and Seattle, come home for one, and then end up in Boston and Washington in the same week, right from the West Coast to the East Coast. So you know you're ahead of now Minnesota. Minnesota has a game in hand, and there's only a three point differential. Uh, Minnesota's gunning for you, so the Jets will have a target on their back. They know that it needs to be uh, a right game for them. They need to certainly whatever was going wrong. Uh, previously, uh, to get some some guys back healthy and, and get moving again, uh, they know that they're going to be into a fight tonight with the Wild coming to town for sure. Paul Edmonds joining us from Winnipeg. You mentioned the five two score, which I think is the it was the U.S. score over Latvia too. I doubt the over under number is going to be seven on goals tonight. But what do I know, Paul? I, 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 is offense going to be uh, a struggle for the Winnipeg Jets? And imagine Hellebuck is 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 in the net tonight, if I'm not mistaken. For Winnipeg. Connor Hellebuck is in goal, yeah, for the Winnipeg Jets. And there was a little bit of, a, um, I think, a question mark as to who was going for Minnesota. Marc-Andre Fleury was not the first guy off the ice. Gustafson was. And that's usually an indicator of who's going to be in goal. So I think it might be Phil Gustafson tonight, although there could be a bit of a switcheroo. Now, the interesting part is that Dean Evison did not talk to the media this morning. Normally, coaches after the morning skate will address the media. He's not feeling very good. So he's elected to just stay away from practice today and then deal with the media at 5 o'clock. So we have no confirmation really on lineup for the Minnesota Wild. They have a guy suspended. They have a guy sick. I mean, there's some situations that are not, I mean, abnormal to any other NHL team right now. Um, but it's trying to track down a lineup for Minnesota is a little bit more difficult and problematic because Dean uh, did not talk to the media this morning for obvious reasons. But it is Hellebuck. I think it's probably going to be Gustafson. Either way, it should be a good one because it always is. And the Jets should honestly, Jack, have a bee in their bonnet after what went on in around U.S. Thanksgiving where they lost 6-1 down in the cities. This is game two of the four-game series. It's a big rivalry between these two teams. And Winnipeg left that, you know, the XL Energy Center with a very sour taste in their mouth. So I think they've had this one circled on their calendar for the last uh, three or four weeks or so. And we brought up that word rivalry before you came on, Paul. Uh, and, and I get it, geographically speaking, where the two teams reside from. There's a naturalness uh, of this rivalry, and certainly their history makes a rivalry too. So it's not just word speak that this is a rivalry. It's, this is a genuine uh, rivalry between the two clubs. Well, not only that, but I mean, the Winnipeg Jets have a handful of Minnesotans on their team. I mean, they got three guys from the Duluth area, you know, 
I mean, so there's always a complement of Minnesotans on the Winnipeg Jets team. So from that standpoint, that enhances the rivalry. And then you've got Ryan Rees and Kalen Addison, who are both from Manitoba, and, and Ryan from Winnipeg, Addison from Brandon, two hours down the road, playing for Minnesota. So that kind of um, gets everything kind of going from the Minnesota standpoint, and these guys are coming home to play. So, yeah, there's the geographical rival. There's the, the Central Division rival. There's the fact they've met in the playoffs before and, and all of the things that go with it. But also, I mean, some of the personnel have connections to both places, right? So that makes it um, a little bit more uh, appealing for the bragging rights, right? So all of those things combined, I think that's when you get a real good rivalry. And listen, the two teams are real good. And, and if they weren't very good, the rivalry doesn't mean a whole lot. But you've got two teams now chasing second and, and first spot in their own division. So that enhances everything that's going on in this game tonight at 7 o'clock. Boy, that's going to be a fun one. I know you got a lot of work to do. We'll keep you just a minute here, Paul. But uh, we asked Anthony this last week. Uh, because he gets to call Kirill Kaprizov, you know, when he plays every night. And you get to call, you know, your team every night, the uh, the Winnipeg Jets. You get to see a lot of tremendous hockey players. Do you as now, I guess, the opposing broadcaster or the home one for the Winnipeg Jets, but against the wall, do you get like, a, little bit, a little bit on your edge of your seat when you see a, a talent like Kaprizov on the ice? Does it Does it bring a little extra, you know, passion to you? Oh, how could you not? I mean, you know, you're a fan of the game first and foremost, and then you appreciate the brilliance of a player like Kirill Kaprizov, right? Just the other night, I mean, on on Friday night on the 23rd, we were blessed with having the opportunity, and it came against the Jets, of course, but that was goals number 801 and 802 for Alex Ovechkin to surpass the great Gordie Howe for second all-time, and it happened against the Jets. And then the celebration that happened after that with the Jets lining up and shaking Ovi's hand going through the line at the end of the game. So, yeah, you have to have an appreciation and relish those those players that come through, you know, that are generational types of players. I mean, Kaprizov's not a very big guy, but, boy, can he play the game, skate, shoot, just read the ice. So, yeah, I have a definite appreciation for a guy like that and enjoy watching not only him playing, but getting to call the games that he's involved in, for sure. Fantastic. Uh, you missed our question of the day today, Paul. We like to kind of get the mind going at noon today, and it, w- it would have been Lee Salk, Salk's birthday today, and you may not know, and I didn't, wasn't familiar with Lee Salk, but turns out he was quite the quite the child psychologist who, who found out that, that for babies, and you have children listening to heartbeats, calm them down, and the effects of it, and how to rear your children and bring them up right. So Lee Salk had a pretty good influence on the world problem is his brother Jonas invented the polio polio vaccine that and so we were talking about siblings where one has accomplished quite a bit but the other a little bit more which brought always you know around the old dinner table going yeah but Jonas said the polio vaccine so we were thinking about in in the athletic world and beyond what else would that apply what you know brothers or sisters were one did pretty good but the other one was way up here and I I'm going to be honest I didn't know Keith Gretzky was uh you know the Buffalo Sabers pick and then of course you know Wayne had a pretty good career, <laughs> but <laughs> is okay. it? Yeah. So I'll let you. I, I know you probably got game prep and you got a game to call tonight between the Jets and the Wild. But anything uh, Derek here brought up, uh, he said, well, Ozzy and Jose Canseco, you know, would be a combo right. player. Uh, yeah. Brad immediately went to Bill Ripken. And Cal Ripken, and we've we've been getting we've been getting text clubs into the into the show into the studio since we threw that question out. But of the hockey world, have we missed 
how, there has to have been, other than the Hansons, by the way, and I, I really tweet those, and those weren't real hockey. That was a movie. They were all on level. Yeah, they level. were on the same level. You know, <laughs> But is the hockey world outside outside of that? Who are we missing, do you think, of the hockey world, Paul, where one brother, okay, other brother, much better, but maybe not? Yeah. Um, Tough call. I'm trying to think. See, I just talked to Ryan Reeves this morning, right? Okay. And here's a guy playing for the Minnesota Wild who's from Winnipeg who's approaching 800 games in his National Hockey League career. Well, he comes from some pretty decent athletic lineage. I mean, his father, who's an American guy, ended up staying here in Winnipeg, but he played for a few years with the Canadian Football League's Winnipeg Blue Bombers and mm-hmm. stayed up here. His younger brother also played basketball at Brandon University, high-level basketball, and also is a CFL player for the Edmonton Elks. So there's some lineage there. Okay. Yeah, I always yeah. think, uh, you know, yeah, you could probably compare a few of the brothers, like the Stahl brothers, but uh, they all seem to be pretty good. There was, uh, you know, people forget about the, the, there's four of them. Three of them actually played the National Hockey League. The younger brother, who was supposed to be just as good, never made it to the National Hockey League, and that's, from Thunder Bay, you know, just uh, cross there you go. basically the line from Duluth. So, yeah, there's all kinds of stories like that, but uh, you always look at the lineage of it and, and understand why, you know, the sons certainly of, of fathers that played understand how it is to get there. And it's not just having the God-given gift, but it's the ability to process it, do the work that's necessary to get there, and, and certainly the longevity that goes into, like, a career with Ryan Reeves where, you know, you're you're coming up 800 games and hoping to play a thousand in the National Hockey League after your dad had a pretty stellar career in the CFL. Not that a lot of people would know that, you know, south of the 49th parallel, but uh, we certainly know that up here. Speaking of which, boy, tough one for the Blue Bombers this year. Good season, great season, but oh man, my heart! What a game that was! The Grey Cup was just phenomenal. That was uh, crazy. Yeah, it was. I mean, uh, I think they were looking for a three-peat. I think that they just took it in stride. So did the market here understanding that they're going to have a lot of the players back from this past season and maybe start a new streak again, but an opportunity to win another CFL championship. It's certainly done wonders for the city and for the Canadian Football League up here as well. What's the last fish you had for lunch, dinner, breakfast, Paul? Uh, I had a salmon on the plane, and it was probably a little overdone. You know, like fish has to be moist, right? That's right. And, uh, yeah, when you get it in those heater ovens, and I'm not complaining, but it uh, it was just a little overdone. It wasn't flaky, you know. <laughs> yeah. So. You, you, did you send your salmon back? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> Give me the chicken. This, was, this is terrible. Uh, Paul, it's salmon or chicken? Yeah, it's salmon or chicken. It's one of the two. And I'll take the salmon. I should add the chicken. <laughs> That's how that works. Uh, my buddy, yeah. it's great to hear your voice. You and your family, by the way, happy holidays to you. Have a great call. Say hi to Anthony and have, have a great call tonight, Paul. It should be a good game. Thanks, buddy. Will do. Thanks a lot, Jack. Anytime. You got it. Paul Edmonds uh, joining us today on uh, the Jack Michael Show, 740 The Fan Voice of the Winnipeg Jets, uh, up against the Minnesota Wild. Sounds like Dean Evison just a little bit under the weather. Did I That's hear him? Yes. Yeah. Huh. That's too bad. That should be a, a pretty good matchup tonight. Uh, I think the, the roster freeze ends tomorrow in the National Hockey League. So we'll see, and I know that at some of the – obviously there's some injured players there, the Jets. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll have that for you tonight here on 745. Yep. Roster freeze, it sounds, I think, usually in – now we'll see how we'll that goes. have to look it up. I'll have to look that up. There wasn't like a a Billy Orr. No. Uh, that we know of. Billy we, and Bobby. We did have uh, – let's see here. 
Sylvester and Frank Stallone. Excellent. That's response. a good one. Well X, done. That's 13 points for that texture. Yep. Uh, somebody mentioned Dom DiMaggio. That's good. Yep. And, I, yes. I got one for you. Yeah. Did we miss Randy something? Savage and Lanny Pulfo. What? Yeah. Leap and Lanny Pulfo was Randy Savage's brother. Was that brother. Macho Man's brother? Yeah. I'll give you. Uh, that's I mean, fantastic. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's a great Lanny, Lanny still does some wrestling, I, I think. Did I, he have a nickname? Leap and Lanny Pulfo. Oh, then he became, Lanny, then he became the. Uh, Professor Lanny Paulful, and then yeah, I think they tried. I think Vince tried to get creative with him, but it was hard to. Macho man yeah, was the, Macho he, ran he was, was so he was big. In the, like the he'd be up in the uh, almost Mount Rushmore of some of the right. faces of the eighties WWF. That's right? a great separation right there. Yeah. Can I give you Ramon and Pedro Martinez? Oh, that's pretty good. because Ramon's older than Pedro. Did someone t- text in Rob Kardashian? Yes. Oh, that's and Jamie Spears. Oh, two excellent from a. Yeah. Who's Jessica Simpson's sister? Who looks oh, like he Ash- got uh, uh, Ashley. Yeah, Ashley. She had to walk Simpson. out Saturday Night Live. And- yes. Good yeah. to have you on today, by the way. He's got a text in listening through, I don't know if they, I think they advertise. Well, it rhymes with Mamus Mabes. Oh, okay. Uh, out in Williston. Uh, oh, very nice. lunch today, tuning in to Jack Michael's show. So good to have you on board today. Yeah. It's the problem with our question of the day. We stop and try to think on the air sometimes. <laughs> we're thinking, itself we're thinking aloud, which is, I don't know, which I, I, it's not illegal, but it's Text not mom. recommended. Text yeah. your mom. See who she's thinking, like Crystal Gale and, and Janet Gale. <laughs> I don't think, think right. there's a Janet Gale. No, I don't think so either. I think uh, we're stretching. Johnny Cash. Now I'm into country music all of a sudden. All right, we'll take a time out. Well, music, there's a few, I'm guessing. There probably is. Yeah. But the Gatlins were were all, but Larry was, the Oak Ridge Boys were. Ooh, Barbara Mandrell and her sisters. Edie, no. or no. Erlene. Erlene. And the other, oh, hang on. And the, thir- <laughs> and the third one, which proves our point, by the way. Jolene. Jolene. Jarlene. Jarlene. Jolene. How about Derek? Put this one to Hang bed. On. What are all three Mandrels? Louise, 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 and Erlene. The yeah. great call. There we go. Of course, a... you know, you know, Dave Chappelle tried to make him famous and did for a little bit, but Eddie and Charlie Murphy. I mean, that's right. <laughs> did you mention Frank Stallone on the air yet? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, here's here's one that I saw. I was looking at a list, and Texter just sent it in. Paul Gasol and his brother Mark. Oh, that's good. Paul Gasol and Mark Gasol. Yep. Yeah. Mark was okay, but Paul was. Well, Mark, Mark to, got a, what a silver medal to bring was? this locally, which I don't know if it fits the category. Is uh, you know I remember when JD, you know, did my my roommate and dear friend Scotty Deutsch is his nephew JD Jones. JD was a, a great athlete, went on to be a trainer, played at Mankato. Then uh, brothers Tyus and Trey came along and be point guards <laughs> yes. at Duke, yes, and so on and so forth. So, but I mean that and all good athletes. But uh, okay, time out. I have a text that says Julia and Eric Roberts from from Hollywood. That's pretty good. Eric was a pretty but good actor. But Eric had some yeah. actors, though. Yeah, he yeah, had he, some movies. He had some roles, yeah. And we're not taking – now I'm getting cousins. Please, just, just siblings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, cousins not, we could go for a while. I'm not, yeah. just doing siblings here. The separation of uh, of siblings. Ah, Greg and Mike Maddox. Another mm. – you get Brad's. Wow. It's like that old model, the, the one you, the car you wind up in mm-hmm. front and it gets going, and now your car is now, fully heated. Now Mike right now. has had a nice role, in, a nice career as a pitching coach. He said certainly, yeah, kind of like but a as pit- a pitcher, Greg, Greg, uh, Greg wins over and over. You know, the, the overall player, Michael Dean Perry, might have been better than the fridge, but the fridge is more famous. 
So that, because that, of that, the run, a, because that's a great call. I mean, because of the touchdown one year and the and the team he was on, and, and you know, just that, you know, one of the more epic years that you've ever seen in the history that's of the a, NFL, that's right? A good, I mean, that's the, a good the, the thing. eighty-five Bears, but Michael Dean Perry probably had a better overall career, without mm-hmm. question, than the Fridge. But the Fridge is more famous. Number seven. True. Just they called them the ice box, isn't that what they did? They, the ice they, box. They, they, the well, fridge and the ice box. Well, no, it wasn't. Wasn't that Don't it? you remember uh, the Vikings at Tim Newton? Yeah. I thought he was the ice box. Oh, that could be. And then Nate came along, and Nate had a little longer sure. career than Tim did. And he was Tim like, was a Viking for maybe two or three years hmm. in the 80s, if I remember right. 237-3767 is the local number. Do I we think, have someone I, I want think, to add think, to I this? I think Michael Dean was the little fridge. I think it is called in the little fridge. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Because he was smaller yes. and like, quicker. Yeah, like Bud's the, probably got a couple more here. Like the dorm room fridge, the smaller <laughs> right. one you have in your <laughs> right, dorm room. he was the dorm room Bud, fridge. what are we missing on that question of the day today for 13 points? Well, I'll give you one, but then I'd like to go off topic. Yes, but, please do. Uh, how about Ra- Randy Moss and his brother? I don't know. No. no oh, Moss. that's a good call. Was it, no. <laughs> was it Eric? <laughs> for the Vikings? Was it Eric? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was Eric Moss. Eric yeah. Moss. It was his half-brother, wasn't it? Half-brother. Counts. Yep. Ah, that's half. good. Good co- well, <laughs> count. He didn't get the talent. <laughs> yeah, Played guard for the Vikings for a couple years, though. No, you're yeah. right. Oh, you're, that's a great call, bud. Great call. Uh, what else uh, you got? Jerry Rossberg. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, maybe that was on my sheet right in front of me right here. You know, Jerry Rossberg, born in, uh, in Fairmont, was an assistant at Shanley. Of course, went to North Dakota State. Was an All-America linebacker there. Has served on special teams units, heading up from various teams: Baltimore, Atlanta. I'm probably forgetting a couple in between there. And 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 Hackett hiring him to oversee a role with the Denver Broncos. Hackett goes 15 games, gets fired, and here's the old uh, right. former an uh, NDSU Hall of Famer getting the job. You're right, Bud. That's a that's a good call. There's only Boy, been... he was go ahead. Terrific pass rusher at the Bison. I think he even got. Played some for San Diego Chargers, I think, but it was a long time ago. But here's the part I like. I was at a UND NDSU basketball game mm-hmm. way back when, and there was a group of UND fans who held up a large banner that was not complimentary to the Bison. Mm-hmm. And a, a guy was walking across the court, kind of, and he went to the alley and to go sit down. I thought, but he marched up and turned into this. Uh, long line of students holding this banner up, and he got about to the middle of it, and they were kind of just all sitting down as he went along the line. And he took the banner and folded it up and turned it into confetti. Uh-oh. And that was my Jerry Rossberg. <laughs> That's your Jerry Rossberg story. <laughs> All-American selection in 1978, uh, graduated that year, was assistant at Shanley in 79, uh, grad assistant in Northern Michigan, got his master's degree in 83, Linebackers coach at Western Michigan, moved from there to Cincinnati as linebackers coach, secondary coach at Minnesota, 97, moved to B.C. to become the secondary coach. And this was his career, 99, outside linebackers, special teams coach at Notre Dame. Team would make the Fiesta Bowl in 2000. Cleveland, Atlanta, Baltimore, most recently Denver. Pretty accomplished right there. And one torn-up banner. That's not a bad... Uh, no. That's not, <laughs> no. <laughs> not, a, not a bad... I, I like your topic, though. That, Thank you. Thanks, bud, for the call. Uh, should we go to line two here? Uh, yes. I, here's, an, here's another good text to mention the... Well, two of the Broughton brothers, Aaron and Neil. Oh, sure. And there was also Paul. Yes. But Neil certainly... Neil's, Neil probably rises ahead of yep. the He other was two. in a pretty big game, too. 
too. Yeah. He did, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, somebody mentioned Eddie and Walter Payton. We had them. That's good. Uh, somebody text here. Matt Cullen had two brothers in hockey as well. Yes, he it's did. Matt, he's That's certainly getting the thing. It's got a line, too. Uh, hey, you're yes, on. That's, what's uh, Scott? Scott, who did we miss? Yeah, Neil and Bob Young. Oh. Neil and Bob Young? Bob was a, Bob was a professional golfer, Canadian. Okay. And, and, and Neil is uh and Neil did okay for himself. He did, didn't he? <laughs> That's a great call. <laughs> a few platinum records. Well, you know what? We actually you know, I, I'd mentioned off air down the hall to our production room, Greg the Singlet Wrestler and Jordan uh Jordan Bennett. The uh uh the Van Zants I think would fit I think, you know, all accompanied but 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 uh but Stevie, you know, the Van Zants would fit that, no? Maybe not. Okay. Yeah, they fit in there. Yeah, great stuff. They did some pretty good stuff. Yeah, good, good, good response today on that one. Nice job, Scott. Michael Jackson had four That's, brothers that were pretty good with him. You think Jermaine, who had like one hit wonder, yeah. one time? Remember he yeah. he had a song and think, oh, Jermaine. Yeah, your brother's a king of pop. Yeah, yeah. Tito. Sorry, Sorry you you lose. <laughs> Tito. Good call, Scott. Thank you. We'll take a quick. Di- well, and Janet's going. Hey, what am I chopping right. Hey, right over here. I yeah, think I'm, I got a few on my. Uh, you know, she got a few platinum records. So what do you have when there's there's five the most famous world. halftime show ever in the history of <laughs> <laughs> the Super Bowl? So what about Jason Timberlake? Anyway, uh, oh, yeah. the uh, <laughs> now we're throwing him out. Got some good response. Boy, we're giving away well, Mark a lot and of... Donnie Wahlberg are an interesting. Yeah, well, thing somebody mm-hmm. somebody mentioned the Osmonds. I don't I don't accept that. I'm not giving 13 points on that because I think Donnie and Marie are pretty, pretty equal. equal. It's the other siblings are going, jeez, what's with these <laughs> right, two? Right, if it was those two and then <laughs> yeah. the other ones. I mean, the other one, name another one. Yeah. Name another Osmond. Yep. Pick your pick your <laughs> best obscure <For> Osmond. <laughs> Without Googling for an additional seven yeah. points, give me one other Osmond. Texter comes in, Alex Van Halen. Well, is yeah. There? Yeah. 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 Yeah, but, I mean, you can't do much. I mean, go listen to Hot for Teacher and tell me he isn't uh, a big part of it, right? Well, I mean, large part. Yeah, he's but a as far as the known. Uh, yeah, I mean, Eddie's. One of the, I mean, he's arguably the greatest ever. Yeah, and Alex was only writing a lot too. I mean, yeah, a lot absolutely, of the, yeah, very much so. But you're right; that's that texture's not wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Wild Stallions and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. We're talking about how they needed to get Alex Van Halen. <laughs> right. They, they were talking about getting Eddie Van Halen. Right. I mean, that's, that's what they're right. talking about. So, yeah. all right, we have a caller. What do we have? The Espositos, Phil and Phil. Tony. That's pretty good. Yeah, they were both pretty good though. Yeah, I mean, Tony, Tony wasn't too bad either, but no. I think Phil probably. Yeah. Known for a little bit more. Get enough, on the show, get enough a little too many higher regard, yes. Uh, quick timeout. We'll come back with more. I'm glad we got our brains zipping on a Tuesday in between Christmas and New Year's. This is just what we need to keep the text at 35270. We've, we've almost dumped all our points today. I was trying to hold some for tomorrow. Quick timeout. Back with more after this on 740 The Fan. Uh, I see what he did. Daryl. Oh, no, they're not brothers. No, they're I'm brothers. So, I thought it was the, the Oates brothers. No, but, but it's one, just... But, but one maybe gets a little more, isn't held in higher esteem yeah. than the yeah. others. So. It's kind of like the lost member of Wham! In a way. <laughs> or the fifth Beatle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was was it Pete Best? They kicked out of the Beatles and brought in How about, Ringo. Right. Ron and Clint Howard. Yeah. Ooh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's well, not a, bad. God rest your soul, Clint. But. <laughs> I got a, you know, it only counts. If ah, from racing. I, I was thinking about this too. Kurt Bush and Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush and yeah. Kurt Bush. That's a good one. Yeah, there's got to be a lot of those brothers. I mean, yeah, there's another. Daryl Michael Waltrip are both pretty good, though. I yeah, mean, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, is one 
like head and shoulders a bit. Correct. Uh, you know, ahead of yeah, the too close. Uh, of the other. Hey guys, how long is it going to take to fix the Broncos? Oh boy. Oh, there. That's a broken outfit there. I mean, you uh, could not have made a worse off season than what they had. I was with Bronco fans this week. I got some family mm-hmm. members or diehard Bronco fans, and the the amount of just angst and and not depression because it's sports. I mean, if you get too tied up there, but well, that's such a rabid fan base and a big, and a big fan base, huge. And they, they that was the question posed: How yeah. long does it take? I said, Well, when you're minus picks, you really don't have any leverage from a trade aspect. To you, you've you've done what you've done yeah. to try to better. And I don't your know, team. like if Russell's contract, you know, whether at salary cap wise or you have to do a little looking, but. Yeah, George Patton who was a was a Viking exec for a while, and uh, yeah, it's Oof, not off to a uh, not off to a sparkling no. start there. I mean, what do you do? What, I mean, have any other teams? And of course, the answer to this is yes. You have the flux capacitor, <laughs> right? <laughs> have been in this spot where you have you have let loose some draft picks to get someone that can come in and oh, and uh, well, let's look at you know the Herschel Walker deal in '89. They kind of hit. I was a completely bottom in ninety, but they just kind of became a mediocre team for two years. But it took some fixing. In, They're lucky they didn't bottom out more than they did. Well, to, I to mean, be honest, they I mean. brought in Denny, and Denny cleaned house. Yep. Denny cleaned out some of the uh, some of the dead weight and kind of re rebuilt the team. And by ninety two, they were I think about eleven and five. So I mean, it yeah. took a couple. You're right. That's a very good example. Well, his first so. year it was eleven and five. Yeah. So I mean, that's saying something because he just so. To be able to do that in the first year and then be relevant without having a draft pick until a few years later, mm-hmm. until right, I mean that it's quite amazing that they didn't bottom out. weren't at the bottom of the NFC Central now North. Well, in that right. in that division, you figure the Chiefs are going to be good for a while. Yep, the Chargers should be in the mix for a while. Yep, you would think. Well, the long two long young, yep, two very good quarterbacks. You have to hit on the picks that you do have. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah, you do. Right. I mean, you just you really have to do. hit on the picks that you do have and expect more out of the personnel. And if it's a systematic issue where, where the system is is broken, you hope the coaches that you bring in, and if it is Dan Quinn, uh, from some of the thoughts that are right. out there, obviously, and, and his, you know, I don't know. I, mean, I heard Sean Payton's name get bandied about maybe for that job. I don't know if he was interested. That makes sense. I mean, I, he would he could jump in right away and, you know, at least get a start on it, whether he's happy doing TV or if he wants to get back into coaching, I don't know. You know, I think there's two organizations, and I know that they're finishing strong, and obviously they have a chance if they can beat the Vikings and beat the Lions, they can get in the playoffs. But if you go back in time, I bet you the Packers and Broncos wish they would have talked a little bit in February, even yeah. though it would have seemed almost blasphemous after the season that Aaron Rodgers had last year. Right. They would have been better off making a deal with the Broncos. The Broncos have been better off getting Aaron Rodgers there. They went to have this. Who knows where Russell Wilson would have went, but it just everything that could go wrong has gone wrong for those two organizations. Because even if the Packers go in, I, I just don't see them making a lot of noise. They're tough. They're not a f- fun team to play right now because right. they're, they're finding it on defense a little bit more now. And, and the one thing Green Bay had over the years, not only a, a good team, they, certainly with a higher seed would have that home field. They're not having nope. any of that in this postseason. Um, yeah, I'd like to see him get in. Would you like to see him get in? No, not even a little bit. <laughs> you wouldn't like to see him get in for them to lose? You just don't want them to get no, in, period. I'd, I'd much rather have the Vikings win this weekend and knock them out of the playoffs, yes. Okay, yep, yeah. 325 the kickoff on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, why why it, give them a sliver of hope? No, and they got to find – well, yeah, after, after 2010, you don't want to see them in, right? I mean, 
That's how they they got in as a sixth seed, and they went the yeah, whole. That's correct. It was, kit and kaboom, it was so. yeah, it was them and the Bears in the um, NFC title. Yes, yeah, so that was the Jay Cutler looking like he just wanted to go home. What, what a great story! <laughs> he was. Can he do that twelve he, years ago already? Yeah, like, it's hard to believe. What a, what, a, what a nice story! Be Washington get in, secure that seventh seed through Carson Wentz's kind of resurrection back into a starter. And then make a little well. And lose the Vikings say, at home, and then lose. I guess they play the Vikings. So, I mean, all right, let's for Vikings he, fans stop the story. Well, if right he there. does get the call, is he playing for his future? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think every snap is another contract. Yeah, and all that. I mean, he's made some dollars. Well, but I yeah. mean, even to stay with this team. I mean, I, I, you know, it's right. Uh, if it's, if, it's, if this doesn't go here, now you're looking at all right. It's one year, two million dollars to be somebody's backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. How I'd that, take him as a backup, but see how that plays out. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that resurrection thing there, because they were—they're <laughs> the seventh seed, of course. They well, that's if the Vikings play the next two weeks and the 49ers went out, then you wouldn't have to worry about it, right? No, well, get that done. Vikings have uh, Green Bay, and then finish with the Bears. The Bears Chicago, at Soldier Field, yeah, on the road. And who knows what that's going to look, look like? Big thanks, big thanks to Paul Edmonds uh, joining us out and. Thanks, Jack, Brad, and Derek, because for the end of the day, everyone's going to be thinking about siblings. Right. <laughs> Who's here? Would we want to have it any other way? And that's exactly right. Thank you, Paul, for joining us today. Stick around. Uh, by the way, that hockey game tonight, the Wild and the uh, Jets right here on 740 The Fan. Stick around. Common Man is coming up next on 740 The Fan at 107.3 FM, KNFL.